Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I know I did. I had my 25th birthday over the weekend and I honestly... I can't remember having such a good weekend. I had so much, so much fun with family and friends, and it honestly was a really, really special weekend. I'm a big fan of birthdays and celebrating, so the festivities will continue this week with a big get-together with my wider friendship group, which will be so much fun. And yeah, I just, I'm such a big fan of birthdays. It just like brings everyone together. It's just a good excuse for everyone to catch up. And I just had the best time. Tom bought me the most beautiful pearl necklace in the world. I have so, like, I love pearls. Pearls pearls and gold are like my thing. And it's a pearl and gold necklace. But I had like one that I loved, but it was fake. Like the pearls weren't real. So he got me a real version, which... I can't even they're just to die for but speaking of gifts and gift giving it's a good segue into the first topic I'm going to chat about on the pod this week which is decoding Christmas gifts I'm going to focus more on like boyfriends and girlfriends and some good ideas for gift giving this Christmas because sometimes it can be really hard particularly for people that maybe like they could be great gifts for people you're close with, but also gifts for people that can be a little bit harder to buy for. Then the next topic is going to be a little different, but I got this exact question from a listener today and I bloody loved it. I'm going to do 24 lessons in my 24 years uh, as sort of a, a little wrap of my 24 laps around the sun. And we're just going to deep dive into some of my lessons. Well, 24 of them to be specific. And then the last episode is going to be what's in my beach bag. I'm a massive beach goer. I just live for summer and live for beach time. And I feel like I've really perfected the beach bag and what to include. So I'm going to go through all the contents of my beach bag with you guys. So stay tuned. All right, jumping straight into it, a decoding Christmas gifts, or I guess my Christmas gift guide. <laughs> I think it's really tough sometimes to buy presents. I had a bit of fun on TikTok over the last couple of weeks making like unrealistic Christmas videos, like Christmas present videos where you list all the things that if you had no budget and unlimited funds, what you'd buy. And <laughs> they did quite well. I think people really liked those, but I love watching videos like that because it just allows you to have a bit of fun explore things you're never actually going to be able to buy but on the other hand we need to live in this universe and think about the things that we can actually buy people that aren't going to completely break the bank but sort of draw that nice fine line of sentiment and thought but you know it's not uber uber expensive or takes a heap of time I think it can be really hard to buy gifts particularly for boyfriends or at least I find it really hard I grew up with my dad just always wanting like socks and jocks for like Father's Day, Christmas, birthdays. It was just, you know, every year it was just hard to come up with something like new and creative to buy for him. And then when I ended up dating and had relationships, I always found it really hard to buy presents. And now for Tom, I know he won't mind me saying this, but Thomas is one of the fussiest dudes. He has a very specific style and he likes the things he likes and he doesn't like the things that he doesn't like. So buying presents for him is 
kind of stressful because I just want him to love it. And oftentimes I just end up being like, literally just tell me what you want because it's a battle. So the element of surprise is completely gone. But I love doing sentimental gifts. It can be hard. I've always loved, like since I was little, I used to make them for my parents. But now I've even made them for Tom. And I love like those little love vouchers where it's like you can redeem at any point. The first one he redeemed, though, I gave them to him for his birthday with other things. But was doing the garbage and I was like this is like of all the vouchers I gave you that's his like one of his only jobs in terms of like cleaning and household tasks and I was like really you couldn't have redeemed like a fun one okay cool I'll take out the garbage but I do love those vouchers they're super cute and you can make them for Christmas birthdays Valentine's Day whatever for boyfriends and they are really cute and you can make them like fun and sexy and like have a bit of fun with them so they're cool But I think if I'm purchasing a present for a boyfriend or a fiance or anything like that around Christmas, I feel like some really good ideas could be cologne. I think if they have a specific cologne, obviously that's super easy and it's not very creative, but I feel like it's just one of those purchases that like it's it's always nice to get and it's something you don't have to go and buy for yourself and often people have fairly expensive taste with perfume or cologne so it can be nice to get given that as a gift so I feel like it's a good one I know my sister it's just a staple it's like just get me the Chanel chance because that's her perfume and it's really easy and then you don't have to go and spend a couple hundred bucks on it yourself so that can be quite a good one it could be cheap it could be expensive depending on what their tastes are Another one I think is really good are sunglasses. I think that's a great present for a partner, like a boyfriend or whatever. I think depending on how fussy they are, I know it took Tom a really long time to get the sunnies that he has now. He wears like a pair of St. Laurent sunnies and I know that he was looking and toying with a pair of sunnies for ages. So I guess, again, it depends on how meticulous and fussy your partner is. I know I wouldn't have gotten it right if I had to go rogue and find him sunnies, but I don't think everyone is quite as fussy and often people swap out different types of sunnies for different occasions. So you're probably safe with buying something for your partner sunglass wise, even if it's not their go to every time. Another one that I think is so good for boyfriends, obviously this does depend on what their job is, but I know my partner wears cufflinks to work sometimes depending on what shirt he's wearing and I feel like cufflinks are such a nice gift. I feel like it's the male equivalent of getting a really nice piece of jewelry from your partner and depending on what you get you could get something really funky, something sentimental, you could get them personalized, you could you know get cheaper ones, more expensive ones. It has a little bit of bandwidth but bandwidth sorry guys budget wise so I feel like cufflinks are sort of a really nice thoughtful gift but also tasteful I guess another thing that I think is really really sweet and I know that I've been given this before and I love it but I'm a sucker for like antiquing and vintage pieces and there's nothing nicer than having a one-of-a-kind piece of any kind whether it's a homewares piece or jewelry clothing anything like that it could just be something silly but there's nothing better than getting a one-of-a-kind piece for someone, particularly if you know them well and you know what their aesthetic is and what their home looks like and what their style is to like a T. 
you can really get someone something super beautiful and thoughtful. But again, antiquing does not have to break the bank, particularly with things on the more like little side rather than, you know, you're not getting them like a sideboard. You can get them like something smaller. But I always find that Lunatiques in Alexandria has the best stuff. It's a massive, massive antique warehouse. If you're Sydney-based, I know I've mentioned this before, but I highly recommend it. They have the best stuff. And I also think around this time of year, going to the markets like Glebe Markets or Kirribilli Markets if you're in Sydney. Sorry if you're elsewhere. I'm not sure what other markets are around Australia particularly, but they are really, really good Sydney-based markets. And you can always find someone something really sweet, one of a kind, and it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. Moving on from boyfriends to girlfriends. Now, obviously, this could be buying someone for your actual girlfriend, romantic partner, or when I say girlfriends, I sort of mean like your best friends, your close friends, or something along those lines. I love getting these as gifts. I know that to like the naked eye, they seem a little bit thoughtless, I guess, but I love a good gift bundle. I feel like around Christmas time, beauty brands, particularly like skincare, makeup, do gift bundles and I love them. Like I was just on the Mecca website for, we do Secret Santa with Thomas's family and I saw one that I absolutely loved. It was a Charlotte Tilbury bundle and I just thought, brilliant. And they do really good sales around Christmas and you can get a bunch of stuff that goes together in the one bundle. And it's not really something you're going to buy for yourself, like a gift package bundle like that. So I think they're great. You can get like a L'Occitane one or an Olaplex one. You could get a, a, something a little bit more exy. But I know that there are some cheaper ones in like Mecca, Sephora. I feel like the gift bundles are perfect for quite literally anyone. Like you can get away with that depending on the friendship, like how close you are, I feel like that's a safe bet. It for a best friend or for like more of an acquaintance, that's a super good present. I think jewelry. <clears throat> sorry, guys, I've still got like a little bit of a cough. I know that like it sounds like I've been sick forever, but I just can't seem to get rid of it. <laughs> but yeah, jewelry is obviously a, a staple for gift giving. But I feel like for girlfriends, it's really nice to get something a bit sentimental. And I know so many jewelry brands on the high end side and on the lower end side do personalized jewelry, be it like a best friend necklace of some kind. You could get like a symbol or a heart or something that's sentimental to the two of you and you could both get it. Or you could do an initial or you could do a star sign symbol, something like that. But I find they're always really good and everyone tends to wear stuff like that. So you're probably very safe. You can do gold, silver, whatever they like. And you know that they're going to think that that's sentimental. So I always feel like it's a good present for girlfriends. This is something that I have done as a gift a lot and I love receiving it, which is why I do it for people, but I love getting framed photos. I love like gold frames and like pretty frames like that that are a little bit one off. So I will always like seek out frames and print photos and give them as gifts in a frame photo because I think that that's beautiful. It's it's just like a bit old school and nice and I think with like the days of social media not everyone bothers to print out framed photos but it's something that really warms your home and it is a really sentimental thoughtful gift to print off sorry guys what am I doing with myself today I'm like all over the shop I know better than to keep my phone on flipping off silent anyway (laughs) um 
Yeah, so framed photos, highly, highly recommend that as a gift. I think it draws a really nice line between thoughtful and inexpensive, but it's a really sweet gift. I think anything home decor and homewares is just safe. I recently discovered like a quite a cheap, affordable homewares brand called ggandtom.com and they did a massive sale recently. I haven't actually bought anything, so I could be giving you guys a terrible recommendation, but I did look at the reviews and they were really good. And I just thought for homewares, they were so flipping affordable and sometimes home decor and home stuff can be a little bit expensive. So around Christmas time, it can be a staple, but it can break the bank a bit. So that was a really good site. I think perfume, I know I mentioned cologne for the guys, but perfume for the girls, same reasons. It's a thoughtful gift. And then I think anything summer essentials, you know, anything like that with summer coming up, beach bags, umbrellas, beach chairs, anything like that. They're just, they're really good gifts for people. And again, it's something that you don't really tend to buy yourself. Okay, diving into a bit of a different one. I just like love this suggestion that this listener sent in. So 24 lessons in my 24 years. I don't know if that's actually right because I'm 25, but so wouldn't that be 25 years? But anyway, to celebrate my 24 years, these are sort of, I've written these down, which I don't normally do for the pod. I'm normally a little bit more off the cuff, but I have written down 24 kind of takeaways and life lessons that I've learnt in my 24 years. I think obviously there are more, and this was very kind of, I didn't want to think too hard about it. Like I wanted to really think about what came naturally and what came to my mind as the most important things first. So I wrote them all down. I'll give like a little bit of context for each, but I'm not going to labor on too many of them. I'm just going to run through all 24 of my life lessons. (laughs) I feel like this is super dope. I love concepts like this for podcast episodes. Okay. To start off, I've got, it's sort of a quote, but if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And my mum said this a lot to me growing up, and it is a quote that has gotten me through a lot of really, really difficult times with work, with study, and getting through those moments where all I wanted to do was quit. And I'm not saying at times you shouldn't quit, but I just mean, like with my law degree, for example, I don't want to be a practicing lawyer, but it was something that really supported my other degree, and I knew that it was the right thing to do to get my law degree. And every time I wanted to quit and just thought, this is such a waste of time, I'm exhausted. My mum would say to me, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So if it was easy, everyone would have one. And I think that that's so true. And I think it's actually a quote from like Hillary Clinton, but she would always say it to me. And I feel like that makes you feel like, yeah, of course, it's hard. That's why I'm having a breakdown right now. Like it's meant to be hard. And if it was easy, everyone would have one. And that's what makes it special and that's what makes it valuable. So I found that quote got me through a lot of difficult times. The second one is that comparison is the thief of joy. It's true with everything, whether you're comparing your body, your life, your job, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your social group, comparing your life to someone else robs you of any chance of having joy in your own because it's such a waste of time. Comparing your life to someone else's is a waste of time. And in the age of Instagram and TikTok and social media, it's really easy to do, but try and enjoy those platforms for what they are 
And you can definitely get some really healthy inspiration from those platforms. But comparing your life to someone else's robs you of any joy in your own. So try your absolute hardest not to do that. It's easier said than done, but it's so important, particularly in this day and age. The third one is that you will meet some of your best friends out of school. I wish someone had told me that when I left I feel like I still have some really good friends from high school and I'm very, very grateful for that. But some of my nearest and dearest friends as well, I met after school. And I feel like probably in the last 12 to 24 months are when I've met some of my closest friends. And sometimes when there are a lot of really clicky groups in high school and they still stay friends when they leave school and they're these really massive groups and you just think like, wow, why how did they manage that? Like that's hectic. And it makes you feel like you should be a part of that. But a lot of my best friends have been made post that period in my life. So don't be too hard on yourself if you don't stick with that massive group of friends that you were with in high school. It's okay and normal to make some of your closest friends after high school. And it's not always about how long you've known someone. It can be that connection that you have. And I'm not to say those friendships aren't valuable. I adore my friends from high school, but it's just more to say don't beat yourself up if you aren't part of that massive group of friends that still seem to only hang out with each other 10 years later. The fourth one is it's okay to want to quit sometimes. I think normalizing those moments of wanting to quit things and feeling self-doubt is really important. You're not going to constantly have high levels of motivation through everything in your life, but discipline must prevail in times of low motivation. So it's okay to want to quit, but get back on the horse no matter what it is and persevere. Five, if you think you've had enough water, you haven't. (laughs) And I live by this every day. I actually think I'm going to post this on the pod Instagram, but I've got the world's best water bottle, which has like all of the times of the day. And that has pretty much been my saving grace in making sure that I drink enough water. I always forget to drink water and I feel better when I drink more water. I don't overeat when I drink enough water because I tend to then be like, oh, I'm going to eat because I think I'm hungry, but really I'm actually just thirsty. So if you think you've had enough water, have another glass. Number six You can't fill up anyone's cup if yours is empty. That is something that I feel I understand more now than ever. But in the last couple of years, being busier than ever, having a very, very full life, which I am immensely grateful for, my energy levels are not what they used to be. I don't have the energy of an 18-year-old and I am not going to pretend that I do. If my energy levels are low, there is no way that I can give energy to someone else. And it's really important that you take time for self-care and rejuvenation because it's not selfish and it's not flippant. It's actually really, really important. And you're not able to give yourself to someone or a friend or your relationship if you aren't taking care of yourself. Number seven, you aren't meant to have everything worked out. I think there's a lot of pressure these days to feel like you're meant to have everything sorted at 18 and you know exactly what you want to do, how you're going to get there and where you're going to go. And that is immensely unrealistic and an obscene amount of pressure for young people. So just know that it's a journey and you'll figure it out as you go and don't feel like you need to have your whole book written when you're on like chapter two. Number eight, let people go on their own journey. 
don't feel like your journey has got to be like your best friends or your, you know, friendship group or that person that you work with. Everyone is 100% on their own, own life journey and there is no right way to do it. Me getting married at 25 doesn't mean anyone else should be getting married at 25. It doesn't mean that I'm doing the wrong thing. Everyone's situation is completely different. So try to just let people go on their own journey without judgment. It's really, and also it kind of compares, not compares, but like it kind of combines with another sort of life lesson, which is like, mind your own business. I know that sounds so harsh, but like, let people live, let people live their lives. Just because someone's doing something the way that you, not the way that you would do it, doesn't make it wrong. Number nine, always have flowers in the house. That's a no-brainer for me. I'm a sucker for flowers at the best of times, but there is nothing that brightens my day and puts my mood in a higher gear than having flowers around the house. They don't have to be expensive, but every single week I will get flowers for the house. Number 10, invest in creative pursuits, which is exactly what I'm doing right now recording this podcast. I think finding ways to express your creative energy and be creative is so good for the soul and allows you to explore every part of yourself no matter what you do during the day find a way in your spare time to pursue something creative number 11 do not settle that is in every aspect of your life job relationship friendships don't settle number 12 it's okay to outgrow people It doesn't make you a bad person to outgrow friendships and outgrow relationships. It just means you're growing and the people that you're spending your time with are growing at a different pace and it's okay to outgrow people. Number 13, try and find time to read whenever you can. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that every single night I sit down and read for half an hour. I don't, but I do read multiple times a week and I love to read and I'm a sucker for romance books and I will go through them like a crazy person. Sometimes I will stay up till midnight reading, but it doesn't happen weekly, but I love to read and I think finding time to read is a really, really healthy habit. Number 14, it's okay to say no. find a way to be okay with saying no and have it be guilt free. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's getting drinks with a friend and you don't have the capacity to do it. It's okay to say no. They're still going to be your friend. Number 15. This is a quote, but I love it. Don't take things personal if you don't know them personally. Don't put any stock validity or wait in a single thing someone tells you that is unkind, hurtful, or hateful if you don't know them personally. If you don't know them, it's not constructive criticism. It's just unkind. They don't know you. So what authority do they have to tell you a damn thing about yourself? Just keep moving, brush it off. Don't take it personal. Number 16, your relationship shouldn't be that hard. I wish someone had slapped me around the chops and told me that when I'd been in bad relationships. Obviously, all relationships require work and both people need to turn up every day and be an active participant in their relationship, but it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that painful. It shouldn't be that difficult. And if it is, it might be the wrong relationship. Number 17, when someone shows you their true colors, believe them. I wish someone had told me this earlier, but it's true. If someone shows you their true colors early, take it as a blessing and think, great. I didn't waste too much more of my time on that person and move on. 
Number 18, I hate that I'm saying this. I'm going to regret it. I'm exposing myself so much, but Crocs are comfy. I know that Crocs had a wave of being cool to be worn in public. I'm not at that point. I will never wear them in public, but I do own them. Thomas owns them. We bought them when we had our trip to Berry recently, and they're so comfortable. If it's any consolation, chefs wear Crocs when they work in like proper restaurants and kitchens because they're the comfiest shoes shoes ever. And I got no shame in saying I wear Crocs all day at my standing desk when I work from home, and they were one of my best purchases. Number 19, start investing in timeless pieces early. The amount of money that I have spent on fads and trends and crap and fast fashion that I didn't really like, but I thought was cool at the time, I could have bought some really epic, timeless, classy, classic pieces. So try and remember that when you're young and a bit more fickle with money, invest early. You'll still love them 10 years later. Number 20, the beach cures all. It cures bad vibes, it cures a bad day, and it cures hangovers. Number 21, dress up if you want to. It's not the first time I've said this, and it's not the last, but if you want to dress up and you want to be overdressed, damn well do it. People should start feeling uncomfortable being so damn casual and stop giving people a hard time for wanting to wear something a little bit dressy to the pub. Do whatever you want to do. Number 22, call your parents. Call them. They will appreciate it more than you know. Number 23, don't socially overcommit during the week. That is a big tip for me. I will do a couple of things during the week and that is it. I'm not going out every night to meet up with friends. I don't have the energy for it and I'm not going to pretend that I do. The last and final one, number 24, don't do the last tequila shot. It's not worth it and you will hate yourself in the morning. Okay, so this last segment was sort of inspired by what I did on my lunch break today, which was organize my beach bag. I had a fully stocked, fully packed beach bag before, so I'm not just making this up today, but I got a beautiful new beach bag in a PR package today that is absolutely stunning from Summary, so I highly recommend checking out their beach bags if you are in the market for a new one. They're incredible quality and beautiful and also have not been paid to say that it was just a gift but it is beautiful I so I basically took everything out of my old beach bag which was like a wicker basket like a cane basket which I'll still probably use at different times but this one just made more sense and it fit more so I basically just put everything out of that bag into this one so to start I think that packing for the beach is one of the keys to having a successful beach day if you're going for the whole morning the whole day or the whole afternoon there are certain things that you need to have a successful time at the beach particularly if it's a sunny day you're in and out of the water there's just certain things you got to have to get it right so number one is a hat i'm actually pulling these out of the bag so i don't forget anything as i record this so if you hear me rustling that's what it is so number one is a hat that's a cap a wide-brimmed hat whatever the case may be i wear a cap I have like a cap from Ray's in Byron and it's like a white one with blue writing. It's super cute. The reason I use that one is because it's going to go with any bikini that I'm wearing. If I put in a colored one, it might not go and I'm pedantic like that. So a hat, a basic. Number two, this is a funny one that I've just pulled out, but it was a, it was actually a perfume that was in like a pack on the plane. Um, (laughs) it sounds silly, but you know, there's like gift bags you get on the plane I think it was like a Singapore Airlines flight and I got given it and it's like 
just a really nice, easy floral scent perfume. And I don't want to take my other perfumes because what if I break it and it's like a nice perfume or something. So I just keep like a cheaper one in there because I always find if I'm in the sun, I might want to smell nice when I leave or while I'm there. Who knows? Uh, number two, hair ties. That could be scrunchies, hair ties, whatever the case may be. I have a little like mini bag with my hair ties in it because there's nothing worse than wanting to put your hair up if it's wet or it's not or you're sweaty and you don't have one. So putting my hair ties in a little case. Then I've got a really, really thin small water bottle from Oasis. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys, coughing again. Oasis, I think this is. It's like one of those thermal regulated ones. So if you take it and it's cool inside, it's going to stay cool. Highly recommend one of those for the beach. Otherwise, I have made that mistake so many times with different water bottles where you leave it in the sun and then it's like, why did I even bother? It's boiling hot now. So a thermal regulated one is a winner. Then I've got two different pieces of clothing that pretty much stay in this bag at all times. Obviously, going to the beach, you're in your swimmers and whatever you're wearing to the beach. But I've got a small white fox skirt. It's like one of those really like skims style skirts that in like sort of a bluey gray. And then I've also got a pair of like crocheted loose beigey shorts so just depending on if I'm getting lunch with someone or we're heading to do an activity to the store to a shopping center whatever after the beach and I didn't like what I was wearing when I wore it there it was too beachy whatever I can throw these on with a bikini and it's gonna look put together and cute so I don't take those out of my beach bag ever like if I didn't wear them it's fine they stay in there if I did I put them back in the next one is a towel. I have a beautiful towel that I got from the LTK gifting suite last week. It's from Bondi Born. I'm obsessed with that brand. They do the most incredible, good quality stuff ever. I have their like apricot mango-y color towel with the tassels on the end. Absolutely beautiful. Love the color and love the quality. It's also fast drying, which I love. Then I've got a cosmetics case, which is quite big. <laughs> I won't lie, it's not small and I don't use everything in it when I go to the beach, but I do use a lot of it and I like to have options. So this case is like a mesh see-through one. This is like the noise, like one of those meshy ones. That was like ASMR, I love that. Um, and I got it from like Officeworks. It was like a big pencil case. Um, so I keep a bunch of different stuff in there. I've got the Bondi Boost Sea Salt Texture Spray. I find that if I'm going to lunch afterwards or doing something and my hair looks like a crazy person because I've been in and out of the water, that just makes it look like it's meant to look like that. Then I've got about 17 different types of sunscreen, but I promise I have reasons for all of them. I've got the Naked Sundays uh, 50 Plus Mist, which is great because you can just put it on your face and you don't have like a white cast. I've also got the We Are Feel Good Ink Kakadu Plum Sunscreen, which is 50 plus, smells amazing, does the job. I've also got the We Are Feel Good Ink Sensitive Lip Balm, which is also 50 plus. And then I also got today this airy day dream screen and I put it on my hand um, and it's 50 plus and it goes on like the smoothest 50 plus I've ever used in my life it's like satin when you put it on your skin it's completely weightless so I'm keen to try that but I haven't actually used it in the sun yet so stay tuned then I've also got the bang and body firming lotion because there's nothing worse than having been in the sun all day and you feel like you're going to crack open because your skin is so dry so I will put that on and then I've got a really really ugly sports sunscreen that's 50 plus for Thomas because that's 
your job. You carry around all this nonsense. So that's what's in my cosmetics bag. I don't use them every single time I go to the beach, but I use most of them. And I find that having them all together in a bag, I don't have to take it out. I'm not going to forget anything because there's nothing worse than getting to the beach and you forgot SPF, sunscreen, hair products. Oh, I actually have two other things. I've gotten ahead of myself. I have sunglasses. They're sort of a pair of creamy sunglasses, so I know they'll go with whatever I'm wearing. And I've also got a hairbrush. They were floating around. Sorry, guys. Um, and that is all that's in my beach bag. But I do stand by the fact that having a well-prepared beach bag makes for a good day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, that's all for the pod today. I would love to chat to you guys as always over on the Kindest Regards pod Instagram. If you have any topics to chat about in future episodes or you just want to have a chat or need some advice on something, please feel free to reach out over there. I love talking to you guys and I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week and I will speak to you next week.